Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sips. This is episode seven. In this episode, it's just an intimate conversation with my brother Tony. We're just talking about family traditions and just what we do as being Austins. It's just a fun filled conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. So tune in and welcome to the report. We have a special guest host with us today, my brother Tony. Welcome. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> and I see my nephew, Jose, who is uh, the tech today. Hello, nephew. Love you so much. <laughs> tech extraordinaire, engineer, uh, all of the above. Um, we are just getting together today. This is just an impromptu um, episode because, you know, sometimes family, we don't get to see each other as often. But when we do get together, it's nothing but joy. And, you know, we wanted to have a podcast so we could talk about some things since it's the holiday, the traditions of the family, the black family. Joy (laughs) and pain (laughs) like sunshine and rain. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) So we have a lot of traditions in the black family, especially around the holiday time. And even with growing up, and and we were actually talking about this yesterday, just to have a good laugh about some things that, you know, we do and we have done with our children because both of us, we have our grown kids now and our grown young adults. I'm going to clear that up because my my young adult is here and um, I'm so proud of him. He's actually graduating. Graduating! From Temple University. A Temple Owl. A Temple Owl. I cannot say enough about um the strides jose has made to um accomplish what he's accomplished and um you know if anybody knows this is it it seems easy to get into college sometimes i mean maybe not for others but it seems easy to get into college but it's also a journey and a stride do you know what i mean to withstand and to see the race through you know what i mean and that's just a small portion of what you have to do to keep yourself going you know what i mean so again i am very proud of um what he's doing yep and, and and i would like to chime in on that and i would just like to say to my nephew i'm very very proud of you and then like you're saying kim when we're talking about traditions and we're talking about um things from that nature um I, I always like to say that one key tradition in the family and, and more or less in the black family is to strive for um, improvement. Whether or not that's in um, education or in anything you put your mind to. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I look at my nephew, I look at all the 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 um, strive and, and, and work that he has put in and He realizes that everything is a journey. And to all of us out there, everything is a journey. And we may not realize during the journey because, you know, we always want to get to the end. We want to get there and reap the rewards. But the older I get, I'm starting to see more and more that it's the journey 
that I come back and I start to reflect back on. You think about all the hard work you put in. You think about all the long hours. You think about all the setbacks and you keep striving forward and all those different things. Um, that's what our people are about. It's just always, no matter what, through obstacles, we push forward. And the great thing about all that is in pushing forward, those are the things when we now talk about traditions, yeah. we start thinking about the those the journey. The journey. We didn't think we 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 talk we we can think about at the end mm -hmm. the the certificates and the degrees and the mm -hmm. um the different accomplishments. But when we always reminisce, what we go back to, we go back to something in the process, right. whether it was funny or whether it was heartfelt or whether right. it was sad or whether it was. A, 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 a many accomplishment to the bigger goal, but it's in the journey, in the journey. that we strive forward, and the, that's where we go back to the traditions with that, the mm -hmm. journey itself. So, I love you, my nephew. Congratulations. Um, you have made Temple even a better institution by just you being there and your contributions mm -hmm. um, to Temple University as well as you are about to implant more to the world. And we can't wait. I'm ready to get my popcorn and stay, be on the sideline and watch you just take off. Yep, I'm, you know, I, I can't speak enough. And, you know, that that just makes you reflect. I know um, my nieces and nephews, you know, they are older than Jose, but their journey um, as they continue but they're very successful in their journey. You know, one has their MBA and, and my baby girl, she is a lawyer. You know what I mean? And you can't just look at their journey and say, um, congratulations at the end. Congratulations to the parents because encompass all together. No one knows behind the scene what it took to get them to where they're at now. And to continue to help them have a, a happy life. You know yeah. what I mean? Because... That's that's what it's all about, you know. Your kids being successful, and most importantly, for them to live happy and in a, a fulfilled life. Yep, and then with, and as like you said, and as we're talking about traditions, we talk about all those. <laughs> and we talk about ups, downs, in and out. And I know my nephew looking at me with that look, like, yeah, I remember some of those things, <laughs> like that. And see, and we have different time frames in, right. in, in, in our lives because you're talking about two different generations even sitting in this studio today. Yeah. When we came through, one of your traditions was the value of education. Mm. Let me tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, and if everybody knew the Austin household, you knew you are not shortchanging education. Let's just put it this way. Not going to school Especially when we was going through like our um, K twelve, skipping school not an option. You, I mean, you, you uh, skipping school period is not an option ever. Acting up in school not an not option. an option. I got to tell one. Can I tell one story? Sure, tell one story. I'm gonna beat my I'm gonna beat my older brother up. Mm -hmm. He we had lots of stories. Lots of stories, but here's one y'all gonna really laugh about. I call this. The curse of the demerits, because my my we went to Catholic school, right? And we went yes, black people went to Catholic school, and we was in the Catholic community. Mm -hmm. 
So if anybody outside of the Philadelphia area listening to this. Yeah, and you say that because when I live down south, that's not the norm. Exactly. It's not the, it's norm. Not the norm. Even when I went to Western Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and I was pledging my beloved Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, which I'm now 37 years in counting. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Q-versity. Thank you. But um, I remember when I was pledging and then I would be at lunch or something like that, make a sign across, and then everybody was like, you're Catholic? And I was like, yeah. yeah it's, it's <laughs> so, so as we traveled through different denominations, but back um, then when we was growing up, we was going to Catholic school. If you had, um, like, miss, not miss class, but if you was late for class or certain things, you had, like, a point system called demerit systems. Yes. <laughs> and if you got 10 demerits, it is, isn't it? I mean, but it's not terrible. It's, it's just <laughs> it, was, it, it was different. It was our, different. Our nephew said it was terrible. <laughs> but we had 10, if you got 10 demerits, then you had to bring a slip home. Mm-hmm. And and so that means mama and daddy see the slip. And if you knew, anybody knew my father, then you, that, you that, there's going to be a problem. And it's going to end physically. Mm-hmm. So my brother... He was at the end of his freshman year at Roman Catholic High School, mm-hmm. and he got in trouble, and the guy had um, initiated a conflict with him at school, and they both got in trouble and um, got suspended. Mm-hmm. Well, my father was coming off third shift um, at Scott Paper Company. And he came down to the school to defend my brother because he said, listen, I'm going to tell y'all right now, you know, I pay too much money for my kid to go here. And, and the other boy started it and all this other stuff like that. Right. And, the, and the, I'll never forget it. Father Hanlon, um, I was in eighth grade, but, they, but, but my grandmother Julia would say, they tell me. Grandma Julia, I remember coming home that day. Grandma said, don't, don't go around here, boy. You stay around here. They, they got problems at the house. Oh, and I said, what, what, what happened, Grandma? She said, oh, you're your brother. I said, what Kevin do? So to fast forward back up to the story, when my father went over there to talk about um, defend my brother, the father handling at Roman Catholic said, yep, Mr. Austin, we don't, understand, we don't condone fighting, but that's why we suspended both boys. But while we got you here, young, they used to call people mastered in the, the, um, the, 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 the students. We were masters. Oh. So they always say master. No, not we were masters, nephew, <laughs> the students. Yeah. So they cool. said young Master Austin here. So they said Master Austin, he's accumulated a lot of demerits. And, and my father said, what demerits? And they said, well, he has now 15 demerits. And um. We um he had eleven prior to this happen when he gave him four demerits in this. So um we was worried about because if you got twenty, then you're suspended. Okay, and my dad was like, "Wait a minute, what about what about the eleven demerits?" They said, "Well, we got your signature right here." And they pulled out and said, "Your signature." And my brother like was like forging my dad's name, <laughs> and I laugh about it. Because like in my house, if you're not laughing out there on the airways right now, if people my demographic, like I'm in my mid-50s, you know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. All I know is after my father stood up and saw his signatures on multiple papers that my brother had forged. Remember them old windows, Kimmy? That in 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 um, that should be <laughs> on, on the doors 
They, I, I call them like the little wash root, wa washer board. You can't see through them, but they're like ripply like that. But yeah. you can't see through the window. Y'all, everybody, listen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, reason why they look like ripply because they should like like they scrub um, clothes there. Well, my brother's face was getting scrubbed off the wall of that <laughs> where, where two faculty members tried to pull my dad off my brother. See, that was in that generation. So. That was one of the traditions. The education, you was not shortchanged or you was not messing around up at the school. You was not being uh, the class clown, the buffoon up in the school. Let anybody even tell your parent that you was acting in this kind of manner. You would rather go get hit by the septic train than to come home to Nate Austin with these kind of reports. You already know. And I, I laugh because when, when we think about my, our brother Kevin, you know, he just had a long laundry list of, uh, I guess, trying. But we love you, Kevin. Yeah, we love you. Trying. He, he, you know how the oldest child, you, you look back, and especially me being the youngest, you try to look back and say, I'm damn sure not going to do that because that is not going to be a good outcome. His wasn't even look at that. It was just like, is he going to survive of, of all these things he keep getting into? And the long, <clears throat> the long story short, you know, when you're in, a, uh, in, in our city environment of Philadelphia growing up in the, the 80s, the 70s, and, you know, your parents is working class and you got five or six brothers and sisters in the Catholic school system paying for education because you want them to have a better education you know, that's already a strain to the family. You know what I mean? They're not telling you that in that aspect, but you it's understood. So you already know that they're not going to take that lightly. You're not going to go to school and be in an ass clown. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> you, you, it's not going to happen. It's just you're going to go to school and you're going to learn. And we're so different with it when we was raised with our kids because we was that my kids and, and Tony kids, you know, they were in the public school systems, but good school systems, and we were more engaged with the teachers. And not, not that our parents was engaged with the teachers too, but it was more that you had to be so hands-on with your kids and their learning because it was just uh, unspoken word. If you don't, you know, what I mean, the, the teachers are not going to have that implied time with your kid because it's more children. Yeah. You know what I mean that they're dealing with. But back to our household, this education was number one. You wasn't fooling around with that, you know. Um, and then it was almost, you know, if you did what you were supposed to do, it was the unspoken reward system of bringing you along, you know what I mean, to make sure that you had what you need. So around the 15, late 15, 15 16 years old, you were going to learn how to drive. Oh, yeah, that's the next, the next rite of passage. <laughs> the rite of passage. The, the old... Get your driver's license. That wasn't even an option. If you thought you were, you know, when I said a reward, you know, it was a reward because you was going to get your driver's license, you know, like you had an opportunity to get it, but it wasn't an opportunity to say no. Can, can I say one thing too? I'm going to make my nephew, once again, our technician extraordinaire, Jose, I'm going to make him laugh and something he already know. I'm, I'm going to whisper this. Ladies and gentlemen, the Austins, we didn't have that much patience. 
No, because I didn't teach neither one of my kids how to drive. Because I was in the car once with my daughter, and and she was she's a good driver. My both my kids are very good drivers. But I got in there once, and she was drifting. <laughs> that was that was my she son was drifting, that and was I true. felt like my leg was gonna go through the floorboard. I was like, I got in the house. I said, Look, Keith, that's it. And you you had what they called what we had called called the crawl. Mm-hmm. Everybody, would, see if you could picture this, Mister and Missing America, mm-hmm. where you in the you, when your kid is in the driver's seat and you in the passenger seat, and then when they drifting, you you your legs start rising up and you do the, it's almost like you're trying to scratch and crawl or something. Oh, oh no 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 don't wait woo stop you know what I mean? turn that, that corner and then that don't even do a you do a L. You know what I mean? Yep, do an L and snatch the keys out. And, and, and you're like, let me just pop in the, the side mirrors because one want to take it, them broke off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it was too much. But I just think about, um, and I was talking to Tony about this yesterday. You know, it wasn't even a, a option. I just remember my dad had a big blue Lincoln with white walls on it. You know, if you were back in the yep, 80s. The blue diamond. It, it was pretty, a classic. It's pretty as hell. But... It is not a car. You go to the Pennsylvania barracks to get your driving test, and because it's about nine hundred feet long, and you and it's everything power. You know, what I mean, you kind of want to have a a, a a more tight car. So, uh, and, and then, let me jump in and say one thing too to to, to kind of set the stage for everybody. The Pennsylvania barracks is where we had to take the test, and it was almost like an obstacle course. <laughs> Where you took the test. An obstacle course. And, and see, well, like like you said, your kids, they went through training. Yeah, and like my kids went through training too, because I ain't no patience. See, Nate Austin back in the day, like 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 she's like Kimmy's saying, he my dad trained us himself. And he didn't have patience when he was training. So you knew if you wasn't paying attention in that car, you gotta get slapped <laughs> upside the head while you drive. So my thing was going back to that. I remember because I took, of course, I took my test before Kimmy did. My dad used to have one thing. He would just, uh, I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to have you just jump in when he told you because my dad would just blatantly, bluntly, he didn't sugarcoat, he'll put it out there. Boy, you need to do this or you're going to fail. Like that. And I remember my brother, when he took, it's just like you said, you looked at our, our brother Kevin and said, well, I ain't going to do that. And Kevin brought his girlfriend to the to the, the, the barracks, um, you know, to the obstacle course. And my dad <laughs> said, you better pay attention, boy. And the first thing that happens before you take the test, you go to you the, the state trooper gets in with you. And you have to drive up to a stop sign. Then allow the trooper to get out so that he's looking at all your lights uh, outside. So you, you got to pay attention. And Kevin was in there waving at his girlfriend. My dad said, pay attention, boy. And my father had a thing. You didn't have to worry about whether or not you knew you passed. And I don't never worry about the, the state trooper. It was just look at him. My dad, we used to bring both two cars. The one you taking the test in and the, and the, and the other car would come with other family members to come watch the route you want. If my father just started in minutes before you finish or when you finish, don't come up to you and just start walking to the other car, you know you failed. <laughs> and I remember Kevin, 
sat up there, was waving, and the trooper got in the car, and Kevin pulled up to the stop sign, just pour, and, and just and kept going and went around the corner. And then I was like to myself, didn't he supposed to stop? And I went to say, and, and Dad, what you, Dad? And I looked, and Dad was walking towards the other car. I already knew it. You know, they already failed. And so, like, when I took the test, um, he threw a curveball at me because we had two cars and we had a smaller car with that Trans Am, it was smaller, and you had that big Lincoln Continental, the blue diamond. Mm -hmm. Now, the whole time, I was getting trained in the other car, the, the Trans Am. So, I had that down, and one of the biggest challenges of that obstacle course was the parallel park portion where it was like a little concrete um, block um, um, space area where you had to bring your car in and parallel park it in that in that space. small space. Well, coming around the corner, you come around and go through this like cones, and then you come up onto that per, per, um, portion of the of the the course. Well, my father got there, and we pulled up in the Trans Am, and then my father forgot the registration. And he was like, "Okay, well, boy, we got the um the the, the Lincoln right there. You drive that." <laughs> oh my goodness! So now you know mentally you prepare because you're going in. You're like, I, I'm, the, the, "My biggest problem is that obstacle course." And now I got a bigger car. I got a wheel in there, and we wheel. I wheeled that car in there, and then I remember parallel parking, and I was almost finished, and I heard scrape. And the tire had beard had scraped the side of the wall um slash um um sidewall. Mm. And I was like, I wonder if the guy, you know, he ain't saying nothing, he just writing. And I looked in my rear view mirror and I just saw my dad walking towards the car of the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just said, I'm you're, done. You're fake. I'm fake. <laughs> so then I pulled out all that, and sure enough, when we got to the end, the guy said, you did pretty good. He said, but back there, you could hit someone's car and all that, and then, so he failed me. Oh. And my dad never came back to, when you come back to the car, and he'd be like, well, um, you'll do better. And my dad just said, you know what you did wrong, boy? You scraped that car. I mean, you scraped that thing. <laughs> well, I guess you, you, you'll learn next time. And things like that. So the next time, same scenario. Came up there, he forgot that registration again. And then he was like, give me the, um, hey boy, we'll take the Lincoln. But oh. now you're more mentally prepared because my mom was already prepared that, okay, just in case, if I have to come in, I've been to this before. Right. So now I, it was, um, I did pretty well. The funny part was when I was finished. Because when I was finished and got out the car, um, well, my best friend, he was taking his test and... I walked up to my dad. My dad was like, he, he was sitting there shaking his head. And I was thinking, oh, wait a minute, did I fail? Mm -hmm. The guy back there just told me I passed. Oh, what's wrong, Dad? He said, no, you did good, boy. Then look over there. And I looked over there, and my my friend, his he was he was his car was up on on the sidewalk where he had hit the curb, <laughs> jumped the curb, <laughs> so he knew he failed. But that was funny. Oh, but. Those rights are passes. But what did Dad tell you, Kim? He didn't tell me anything. All I know is I was at lunch, and the the, the nun moderator came up with a slip and said, your father's outside waiting for you. I was like, oh, hell. What the hell happened? What, what are you here for me for? I was like, oh, no. Pray. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I went outside. I had my coat on. It was wintertime, too. Winter, right? 
He said, come on, girl. The time to take your test. Now I already had my learns permit. I, all I did was like, you know how uh, in the Spike Lee movie, like when you see him floating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have that up camera. That's me. I was, floating to the, I was floating to the car, right? Because all I was saying was, how in the world am I ever going to pass in this big spaceship? I'm like, oh my God. He got, we got to the barracks. You know how you had to wait in line? Yeah, the wait line. That is like the torture. Like, take your number, you next. Take your number, you next. So I was just watching all the people go. Then the people failing, you know what I mean? Then I'm up next, right? You got on, I got on my Hollahan uniform. You know, John Hollahan. John W. Hollahan. I was sitting in there. I was a sophomore. You know what I mean? I'm just little, like in the hair and the ponytail. He said, my dad said, just like this. Now, if you go through the man's camera and you hit the brake, you're going to fail. So just remember that. And, and got out the car. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I was, I was like, oh, God. The man got in the car. How you doing, young lady? He said, pull up and to the stop sign. I'll check the car. He got up just like he said. He checked the car. And I just remember going through the maze. I was like, had my leg way up from the brake. Now the car could have just held <laughs> took off airborne. <laughs> <laughs> airborne. But right when I got to that last one, I was like this. It's only going like three miles an hour. I wheeled it and then I went to the side and parallel parked it. And I saw Dave how Dave just sit with his hand on his hip like this. Yeah. Chewing gum. Chewing that gum. He was like this. He said, he's he, not he's not he, in his he's head. Not in head. He said, You did good girl. Come on, he'll take you back to school now. I was like, what the hell? What, what just but, happened here? But see, then it was, but in those stages, see, you felt accomplishment, but but it was always the listening part. Cause cause dad would tell you specifically, and then he'd tell you some things not to do. Like uh, my our crazy uh, uh cousin. Which one? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we have a we have a very unique family, ladies and gentlemen. A <laughs> Well, I'm not going to name the name, Gregory. Um, <laughs> had his <laughs> he had his per- learner's permit. My dad told him that that learner's permit is important, boy. That when you get the learner's permit, don't mess up the learner's permit because they got to stamp that learner's permit. That is your driver's license until it come in the mail. Oh, he got his learner's permit, and he want to be fancy. He went and laminated his learner's permit. <laughs> so when he passed the test, the man said, well, nothing I can do. You're going to have to reapply for another um, thing. And he said, why? He said, I can't stamp the thing, sir. Look this. And my dad looked and said, boy, what, what, who, who told you to do this? I thought it looked cool. Oh, All right, God. cool. And my dad used to always repeat that, too. He would yeah. always repeat what you just what said. You said. Uh, uh, okay, cool. Just like that. Yeah, walk, right, walk right to the car. But then you think about it now that we older, that was just the foundation of resilience. You know, it was. It was the foundation of resilience because you think about everything you go through in life. You know, people give you instruction, but nobody sugarcoating. You know, that that's the that's the real world. You know what I mean? That's it. And Dad used to set you up for it. He'd tell you, he this what you were supposed to do. If you didn't do it, you're gonna fail. You know what I mean? And the one thing, the one thing too is we're talking about just traditions and stuff like that. You never realize until you get older. Yeah. And I I look at my nephew and I smile because one one day because he's a he's a he's a a handsome man. 
But when when he one day when you have your family nephew, you gonna see. I mean, all these things that um, were the, the the journeys and stuff like that. They gonna be good foundations for yourself. And when, when you run going through it, you don't realize those things. Mm-hmm. I give you one example. I, I call it the Austin Saturday ritual. Mm-hmm. This is what will happen. Mm-hmm. Saturday, me and my brother. I don't care if we's playing baseball. You know, in the afternoon or doing anything, but you're not going outside that house. You're not going out 1309 Patrick Henry Place in Philadelphia without doing two things. I don't care what weather it was. You gonna wash them two cars. Mm-hmm. My dad and, and he said, I was like, wow, you got me wash the car. It would be winter time. I'm out there with a hot bucket. We gonna wash them cars. My <laughs> my friend used to be secretly. I go by his house to study. And then he'd go up in his room and, and play that music car wash, right? And then he'd laughing upstairs and be funny. I said, st- oh, the, the, the tease me, right? And I used to say, why in the world? Kimmy, you remember in the house, we had that carpet. That going to be, oh my you going to scrub that carpet? If, 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 uh, ain't just regularly get the vacuum out. And remember the white baseboards on the side? Oh, you getting that hot? Um, a rag and ward out there, and you scrubbing those baseboards. And we used to say, Man, this is like you know, we're on the plantation. plantation. But the house was immaculate, immaculate, and, and it will stay the Saturday. You oh, you get that house clean, and now you look up and say, Okay, that diligence. It's like nothing now that I run my own business, and I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. like it's nothing, mm-hmm. and, and it's not a chore in my head. It's like it's like I don't need an alarm clock. It's like automatic. I'm up. I'm doing what I've got to do and stuff mm-hmm. like that because I'm embracing the journey. In the right. beginning, it's when you, it's like, uh, but then when you get going, mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. So all them little chores and get your room cleaned and 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 the taking the trash out and all that stuff like that. I say it now, all the time. I say it all the time, and I think that because we had dad and way dad was you know what i mean you had to become adult parents and and you know adults and parenting to say you know something you feel like oh when you had first kid, i'm not going to do this like my parents did and i'm gonna do this a little bit different mm-hmm. but it go full circle back around it does and, and you be like you know what the things you didn't like you know is the things that you Incorporate the most, you know what I mean. And let me throw one thing in there, because um, because your, your your great husband is not in the room right now, mm-hmm. but I I look at him, I look at his work ethic. Mm-hmm. You guys, I look at y'all, and I look at things like you um, I mean your your beautiful studio, and then we're you know being in your home, and and in your home, and then and, and other homes you've been in, being so much self made is not something that is just born. No. It's not something that you automatically just say, okay, I'm going to now be self-made. Yeah. And see, the, and and all of that comes from the Saturday morning washing the baseboards, to get up and cut that grass, the, 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 the weekly do this and this that we like, dang, I'm sick and tired of. Because when now the rubber meets the road and now it's something that's already been planted, I see you've been planted and it's there. And then when the wait for when the time germinates, if that's a word, and yes. it, and it starts to come to fruition, when the rubber meet the road, and then it's like, oh, now it's t- I want to do something. 
when the world says, well, you don't have this credentials or you don't have this and you in the morning, the desperate situation, then it, come, then it comes out. It's like, I can do this myself. The heck with this, I'm gonna do this. And so then when I see a Keith Moore, who I'm giving a shout out to, <laughs> he, he showed me the all basement down there that he went, I was like, oh my goodness. When I've seen the many things he does, when I see the many things you do, Kim, and, and, and I know, all this stuff is self-made. And don't let my sister fool y'all, ladies and gentlemen. She's sitting here with a master's degree that she self-pushed herself through, through two degrees. She won't tell you that, but I'm going to tell you. But you know what I mean? All of those things was to set up. It's not the certificate or the diploma. It was the journey. You see? The but it had to be something involved inside of her. That started from the baseboards on Saturday morning. the baseboards. I tell my kids this all the time. We have these... These, I guess they probably say they don't they don't push back on me when I have these conversations with them but I try to instill in them you know um, even down to their credit you know what I mean mm-hmm. I tell them about um, I mean they, they they follow me a lot when I we talk about credit things not to get what not to do how to you know start to build your your almost your foundation in your life and make sure that you are not reciprocating some type of um indebted type of life you see what i'm saying um and i think when you say the journey of school i just cannot come off of jose yes i mean i can't come over whole off of jose because i know that when we look at his graduation you know i'm thankful for everything tony um i wish we could have had a out of a COVID time where we could have been there seeing him actually walk. Yeah. But to see Jose make it through when Jose suffered through pneumonia and, you know what I mean, traveled to this school, you know what I mean, and had a, a tough journey, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And sometimes he would be so frustrated, you know what I mean? And this week, Tony, was the first week out of all these years I see Jose smile again. That's my boy. I see him smile. I mean, smiling. At, no, Jose, I mean, talking about in the aspect of a relief is, exactly. is coming. Yeah, you that see you, see the, end, you, you see, see the end. You see the end. You see the end. Because he suffered lots of disappointments. You and know let, me, I mean? let me jump in and say that, to the ladies and gentlemen. See, what, 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 what Kim is talking about with her son, we're talking about multiple schools, right. multiple states. Multiple okay? states. And then, and, 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 and the, 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 like you always say, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Very, very gifted young man. Yeah. Okay. That it's it's in him. Challenges kept coming up and he strove through. And from a mother's perspective, I know it's it be killing you because you look up and you see the hurt. You see the yeah. disappointment. Mm-hmm. And... and what we do, and I'm looking at my nephew, what we do is we are really good. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not everybody can identify with this. Everybody is good of uh, wearing that shield and saying, and, and saying, well, I just got to hunker down. But, and suppress the disappointment and the pain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, oh, when we look over that mountain... And we get the phone call. I wish I'd have been here when y'all got that phone call talking about or the letter saying, okay, graduation. Or the email, the graduation. Because I don't know about y'all, but when I got mine at Clarion, some people graduate thank, um, um, cumus, um, what is that? magna cum laude, the summa cum laude. I graduated thank the laude. Because I'm telling you. 
I looked up, and then when I finally said, oh, my goodness. It was like that night the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and then I fumbled, and I looked at myself, my goodness, what? They're going to win this thing. That's how I was with graduations. And <laughs> and so I look at you as my nephew until all the Jose's out there mm-hmm. that you got to keep striving through it. One thing I'll say, and you now you look over, you see the end. Like, so like when I look at my niece and I look up and she's going through nursing school and she's coming to the end, you can see it. Now all of that journey that you, when you're battling through it that you don't see and someone's pushing you and pushing you and maybe kicking you and smacking you to do it and push you through it. When you get over the hill, you're like, oh my goodness, this is about to be there. You're going to be a light to somebody else. That's going to need that yeah, pushing that's, through. That's, that's true. We had a we had a poem. If I could describe this real quick poem. We had this poem that I had to learn when I pledged. Mm-hmm. I take it with me every day. It's called See It Through. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Y'all remember this. Um, Edgar Guest. Okay. See It Through. And it said, when you're up against a trouble, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin. Set your shoulders. Plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fail, but you may conquer. See it through. Black may be the clouds above you and your future may seem grim, but don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fight and trim. If the worst is bound to happen, spite of all that you can do, running from it will not save you. See it through. Even hope may seem but futile when with trouble you're beset. But remember you are facing what other men or women have met. You may fail, but fall still fighting. Don't give up whatever you do. Eyes front. Mm, I get emotional. I know, because I'm ready to cry. to the finish. See it through. See it through. My favorite poem. I, I say it all the time. I send me that poem, because that, that, that right there speaks it all. Because I say this to, you know, um, I say this to... Anybody who knows me and and knows even my life journey, you know what I mean? Um, I don't harp on things that, you know, wasn't good or anything like that. I just, I'm always thankful. I'm thankful that God has given me the life he has given me, you know what I mean? And what I have now. And when I think about my daughter, you know yes. what I mean? My daughter has Asperger's, you know what I mean? And she is... Um, you know, if people don't know, that's on the autism spectrum, and that's just people get challenged in that in that that realm. You know what I mean? But when she, um, you know, this has just been even in the COVID time, she finished nursing school yes. and all her paperwork is submitted. She just got to take her NCLEX test, and she's gonna be in the she's gonna be in a, a licensed nurse. A champion. Yeah, and I'm a like champion. think about it. Where so many times she would just want to fall to the wayside you know what i mean i can't do it but i just think about like i go back to my dad i'm like my dad used to say kids whoo boy if you're supposed to be living at 75 you'd be good and dead at 65 because they just pull everything out of you because mm-hmm. you just be pulling them and pulling them along but at the end the reward is that you it's not the reward to celebrate like you said this certificate tony the reward is to see what they are going to do now and when they have their families how they are going to actually shadow what you have taught them you know what i mean exactly and this and and once again it's just the 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 part of embracing the journey because when all this is all said and done 
I'll look at a Jose. I'll look at a Joey. They're going to be talking to their kids. We're going to be sitting there crying because mm-hmm. we're going to be listening to them explaining the journey. And it's, it's weird because if you think of any championship team, mm-hmm. you think of any football or basketball or any type of dynasty, you think about <laughs> um, what happens when you when, when that team win a title. Right. It's like this anticlimactic to them. Everybody's happy and all that, but it's just like the embrace of the journey to get there. Right. Because because once you go back through, if you think of a championship team um team and they and when they won the title, what do you go back and want to quickly get? You want to get the year review. Oh, you want to see it because you already know the end now. You already know the right. parade and all that. You don't you don't go to like um my sister being a big Eagles fan. You don't go to let's just pull out the highlights of just the parade. No. You want to get the year highlight. You want to go through all the ups and downs. I remember when they lost that game and this and that. And remember that key play? You 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 go through the journey. Yeah. You embrace that journey from there. Now, let's flip the script. Let's say, for example, you was given, okay, well, you know what? Jose, congratulations. I'm looking at, my, once again, my nephew, our technician. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a degree. You don't have to work for it. Here you go. Congratulations. Kim, here's your two degrees. Congratulations. Um, your team's won a championship. You know what? Um, it's here. Here's a trophy. Like that. Congratulations. Well, guess what happens? You are robbed of the journey. Mm-hmm. See, that's how God works. God gonna put us through the journey, mm-hmm. okay? Because now you, will, while you're robbing the journey, all these traditions that we're talking about that we we finally go back to, mm-hmm. person on the surface that doesn't understand that, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I don't want to experience that. Mm-hmm. They won't embrace what we're talking about because what happens? They have now been ripped of that part. Mm-hmm. So now they're not going to even appreciate the trophy. They're right. not going to appreciate the, right. the work and the struggle of that degree. Mm-hmm. See, those lies the golden nuggets of our lives. Mm-hmm. That, journey. that journey. Because we're going to always keep reflecting and learning and building off of that. Mm-hmm. The byproducts is what you see from there. That's why a lot of times see people have... Um, awards and stuff like that, and you be like, they don't have all the showcase that much. Why? Because they thinking about most winners. They only think about that. They don't have it stacked away somewhere. But then they thinking about the the next journey. Yeah. What about the next go? What about the next quest? Yeah. And, and I'm gonna tell you a secret about um about me. Mm-hmm. Until the day they throw dirt on me, I'm be thinking about the next journey yeah. and the next journey. That's I'm what that's what way. that's what living's all about. Mm-hmm. It's not we get to a journey, rest our feet up, and say, okay, now let me go back and look because you can fall into that trap. Right. You can fall into the track of living in the past of yesteryear, mm-hmm. but you're not doing anything else in your life. And then you go steadily, then you go downhill because you're Decline. like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, 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 it's like, what am I living for other than to remember the past? I don't want to be that person. Me and I, always and I look at my nephew, I'm looking at his eyes. I know he ain't going to be that person. I cannot no, so, wait to he, see his future. He's so gifted. I'm like, when I tell you, well, nobody listening that was at my school, but I had one class that was, because my, you know, my master's is in IT. But we, the coding class was like, oh my God. And I used to freak the hell out. Tony. Yeah, I, yeah. Tony, I'm you remember that was my you, major too. I can't, Tony, I, can't I used to freak that. out. 
I, we was living at the townhouse then. Uh-huh. And Jose, wouldn't I be crying? I'd be crying. I'd be freaking out. Jose would come. Tony. And he would come. And he had no emotions or nothing. He would get on there with me and the professor. And then he would just, just, he just knew it. He just freaking knew it while I was over there. I mean, hell, my hairline was, was, was receding back. I said, oh, hell, what's going on here? Because I was <laughs> freaking, freaking I was like, I would be like, goddamn Benjamin Franklin. I don't have all this hair in the back and my all my hair would be way back here. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I was like, how the hell are these other people in here catching on like this? Jose, can you please help me? Keith used to sit there and look at me like, I wish the guy Jose can help her. And he would sit quietly. You know what I mean? He just had this the quiet demeanor. Mom, okay. He was like, um, send the professor this. Let's ask him this question. This thing. What I should be doing to him, but he was doing for me. And and, and, and that's great. See, and see how and then for all the millennials and 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 Gen X, Y, Zs, X and R's. What are they? I'm Gen X. I'm a. He's not. No, I'm. A, I'm a. I'm it a. Cuts off with me. He's a Gen Z. It cuts, off, cuts off with Joey. I'm a boomer. I'm the last of the boomers. That's not good. You're not a boomer. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Born in 64. Yeah. I'm last the, of the boomers. He's the last. I'm the cut off. I want to be a boomer. <laughs> but, the point, but the point is, um, the younger generations, and this is where... Things change in life. Yeah. I was told. I told my uh, my my young men and women. Um, I can't even say kids now. I, I tell no. them the same thing. Uh, like I'm sure you tell Jose and, and Joe. There's going to come a time, and very soon. Yeah. And it, like you said, in those cases right now, that they're going to be teaching us, yeah. and we're going to be the sponges listening to yeah. them. So I used to tell my kids, Dad, I used to say, listen, don't be frustrated every time I'm trying to tell you certain things. I know I'm, I'm trying to give you your space to live. I said, but it's going to come a time, it's going to be totally, it's going to be reversed. Literally reversed where you're going to be telling me, hey, you got to do this, boom, 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 exactly. boom. That, that time is coming Really quick, time. Really quick. It's, it's amazing. Really soon, because I tell them about do we not have conversation about properties and things now, Jose? And I push this on them because I tell them just the properties that I own that I'm trying to instill in, in them, so they'll have properties and things like that. Because at some point, they'll have to take over that mindset for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, because both of us, we like like uh, like Kelly said, my 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 best tells me. We on that other side of the curtain now. How come? I, how come at this point I'm, I'm, I'm longing to hear Chauncey laughing right now? I know women, cause Chauncey would be right saying, "You know what?" Cause she has she Chauncey actually feels very passionate about this because she talks about how the relationship is that we're like even like her mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Still looks at her as a. We had this on the other episode. Looks at her as being a kid, but not being a kid. She's not a kid, but she does still the guidance for her mom. Like we do things for our mom, right. but then she got adult children herself, and all you can do is advise. You know what I mean? Because the tide is turning too. Where they're going to step in. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's a circle. It's the circle. It's the circle of life. And it moves us on. Let me stop. (laughs) I love that song. I love that song. made me cry. But, you know, we we hit on a lot of points today. Um, 
And it wasn't even points. It was just, you know, it was a very comforting conversation. I know? always enjoy hanging around you. And then we give a shout out love to sister, our sister Chauncey because I miss her on there. And I, I come in town and can see her when we was in the studio. But Chauncey, this is a virtual hug. Um, I got my mask on, so COVID, uh, a COVID hug for COVID you. Hug. So. A virtual hug and I love you. I'll catch you on the back end. Catch you on the back on, on the, end. The, the, the next time that if you guys invite me back, you know as I said, if y'all invite me back, we'll I'm always a- have you back. We got season two. We 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 coming down on the 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 end of season one, but season two will have a lot more episodes. Yeah, any cliffhangers for season one? Yeah, we have a lot of cliffhangers. And dun, 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 dun. We have probably put that on a. Um, on a separate uh, platform because some of those cliffhangers is a little shocking to myself. But we'll send them send them out for the bloopers. Maybe we can get they can go viral. Well, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. First of all, thank you for always having me on, mm-hmm. and I, I am an avid listener to your to your shows. And you and Chauncey and all your guests provide a lot of good information. Yeah, I really and appreciate the I will tell you. I'm really looking forward to listening to um, upcoming season and pers- um, per- excuse me, I'm tongue tied. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly just from me being a, a male, an African American male, just to listen and be um, connected to um, ladies and African American ladies, and you know my wife who we've. Um, Ben, she's been putting up with me for 33 years. I mean, wow. That's a, she need a man. Putting up with her. My sissy, Colleen. <laughs> Love her. She's an angel and a saint. Maybe going up for sainthood. Yeah, she needs she need to be canonized <laughs> hanging, putting up with me. But, you know, just to the, the, to listen and, mm-hmm. and always just be aware about... Um, conversations and, and subjects that that this platform brings and it gives us a chance to come back listen and then we have our conversations about it too yeah you no know, from that so um thank you and to chance you know for this particular vehicle mm-hmm. um and just allow for my crazy behind to get on here a couple of times and spout off no, things in the past we love we, I, I, i'm still getting feedback from the Thanksgiving dinner, because they keep on asking me, do y'all really have an Uncle Butchie? And <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> Chauncey got an Uncle Butchie, but <laughs> that, that was just, uh, just, that name just came A shout out to my boy Butchie. <laughs> but um, we, we really love you being on here because the conversation is so transparent, you know, and that's the biggest thing about this platform is, being transparent, um, also being a, a gift and a lesson to our audience. Um, and because we are women, we don't want it to be the aspect that we are not loving our men. You know what I mean? Because we are all in this union together. Yes. So that is so important that our topics and conversations are driving you guys to listen. Um, even this for knowledge, but in... Um, but also for feedback, you know what I mean? Because the feedback we get from you helps us to do uh, future episodes, you know, so we know what we're talking about. Um, and it's all relations. in. It is, and it's all in, in the love because we, we want to make sure that we have um, partnerships that are whole partnerships. Right. And so, 
well, we learn from each other. Right. Know? Like so, I'm I'm a I'm a sponge just listening, and then um, to be open and honest to be able to share what. Um, whether it's in agreements and, and even in disagreements. Right. One, thing, one thing that's great about it is we don't always have to be in agreement. Right. I mean, disagreements, we learn a lot from each other, too. So, I mean, those type of things that um, platforms and, and vehicles like this allow that message to, to get out. And somewhere along the line that if we can save someone's relationship or strengthen and height that relationship, mm-hmm. that is that that is great. So yeah, that's a, that's kudos a to you and Sister Chauncey. Yeah. Okay, Yorktown's a, finest. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, so, you know, to close this out again, um, Thank you to my brother. Um, I said this on a, a previous show with uh, another co-host that we had that's sitting in while Chauncey's um, vacating is that we're kindred spirits. We think a lot alike and the the, the accomplishments that um, both of us have made in life is, again, a journey. You know what I mean? It comes from our foundation and our traditions and, most importantly, our love of God. You know, so yes. so um, we're, we're thankful. We're always thankful. And we, I ask you guys to, you know, listen to our show, get laughter from it, um, get the resources you need. But most importantly, do it for your enjoyment and do it for your growth. You know, share with your friends and family, you know, share with anybody, you know, that may just want to listen to this as something therapeutic for them. Because um, the intention of this whole platform is is to grow a tribe of caring, nurturing and loving each other. So that's most important. And when is graduation, nephew? January 13th. Oh, the 11th. I think it's the 11th or 13th. Okay, January 11th, coming down the stretch, yeah. Temple University Owl. So, um, on that note, we want to say have a wonderful day on purpose. Uh, we're leaving the porch now, and this is Let's Chit Chat Sis, and I'm Kimmy, and this is Tony Austin. Thank you for joining us.